0: The outstanding screen system of the future. Why submissive women are happier. The show with your host Piper
1: Blush. Her name is Piper Blush. Welcome to WTPRradio.com, this is Piper Blush, you are listening to The Morning Show. Mm -hmm. In The Morning Show, you can find some freaky, some weird, some geeky, some unusual news. Because this radio is for the unpredictable, Uh it's called the Unpredictable Radio, for the bold listener. Hope you're bold enough. Now, it is also broadcasted live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and Twitch. Oh, yeah! Piper, we can listen and watch everywhere. Yes, you can! Mm If you're looking to just listen and not watch, because maybe, just maybe, well, you need to keep your eyes on the ball somewhere. That mm-hmm. That is super easy. Only go to WTPRradio.com and enjoy the actual radio player. Yeah, the radio player. It's just a radio. No images. Mm-mm. No distraction of the eye kind. Uh huh. For those of you who need to, well, work with your eyes. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't want you to get into, like, one of these work accidents. No. So just listen to the radio, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, of course, on WTPRradio.com you get access to the backstage area. What is the backstage area? Well it is backstage. It means you get VIP, uh-huh. You get to see everything. Suki. Oh no, that's Suki. Suki the pussy. Giselle, uh-huh. The other Tsuki, well, that's just her head, uh-huh. And then of course, of course, the tie wrap, the wires, everything that happens behind the scene. I mean it's an uncluttered image that is only cluttered. <laughs> get it? <laughs> Okay, you get to see more, but that means you also get to see well, more of uh, well the mess. Uh-huh. It's backstage, you know, it's backstage. There's wires, there's tape, there's everything on there that you want to assist to. Mm-hmm. Super amazing stuff. And of course, of course, some episodes of the backstage area are recorded on the backstage only. So after every episode, there is a little backstage talk. Mm-hmm. You better be there for the backstage. that is where you get to ask me questions. We can get a bit more uh, backstagey. You know VIP. I don't know if that's a word, but that, that sounds like it should be a word backstagey. Let's get backstagey. Get backstagey with me, yeah. <laughs> I can do a rap song about it. Okay. Now get back to the show, Piper. Get back to the show. Now you can actually participate in the show. Super mega easy. All you need to do is be on YouTube at the Piper Blush Radio Show or on WTPRradio.com in the backstage area. That is called Radio Live Cam. Boom. Uh, that's where you go. What can you do? <coughs> you can participate live in the live comment section. Meaning that all of your comments, well, they are read live by me. (laughs) Your host, Piper Blush. We don't have an AI to sort them through, so I'm doing it myself. Yeah, pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Here we have Rob A. who says, hi, Piper. Good morning, everyone. Well, good morning, Rob. Thank you for tuning in so early. I'm not sure like most of the planet doesn't yet have like spring forwarded their time. So it's a bit weird out there. the time frame continuum is all weirded out. But not to worry. I'm always here at the same time. Same time for me here in British Columbia. Uh huh. I think it's Pacific time, like a minus eight, something like that. But it depends, you know. There's Pacific time and then there's Standard Pacific time or Pacific Standard time, PST or PT. Uh huh. Gets quite confusing, I know. Wayne, Phil, Hmm. What are you What are you doing, Wayne? What are you doing? Fixed my Cadillac yesterday. Test drove it today. Was really well good morning piper hey that's awesome that's awesome so it works huh well wayne said he put some magic in there oh yeah magic stuff uh uh-huh somewhere in there i'm not sure not sure i I understand the whole magic thing about putting some juice in the car but then it rides like a charm great good morning to you and everybody else who shows up well thank you very much it's always awesome to like say hello and good morning to everyone you want to wake up on the good feet you know for me it's the left one but that's because i'm a lefty for other people, well, it's different. It's the right foot, because uh-huh. you know you have to do it right. Right foot. This bad. This really bad. Uh huh. It's like it's really bad that you have to say like right foot, and like this is right. But then you don't never say like this is left. Uh-huh. You know you said this is wrong. So the left is like the wrong part. Uh huh. It's not very nice for all the lefties out there, even though we're only ten percent of the population. Uh huh. So there are two words in French. Yeah, that, that means that you're kind of clumsy. And one of them is actually maladroit. And uh, well, uh, that maladroit is pretty good because that means like, well, you're kind of uh, not so good with your right hand. <laughs> in a way, in a way, maladroit. Mm-hmm. Which that one I like because, you know, it's about right-handed people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then there's another one that says gauche. It actually means just left. It means like you are left. So when you say you're clumsy, you say you are left. Imagine this, uh huh. Imagine all of the left-handed people in the world—they're just associated to clumsiness. I know it's kind of sad. Well, now you know. That's why I kind of prefer maladroit. Well, you're more of you, so you can kind of, you know, cry on each other's shoulder and feel better about yourselves because you're you're the you're the 90 percent of the population. That's what you are. hmm. Hi there, Javier says hello to Rob and hello to Wayne. Amazing. Hello everyone on the comment section and happy hump day to the crew. Hello to Piper's master. Thank you so much. Uh huh. Now, of course, well, it's hump day. What is hump day? It's Wednesday, half the week. Now, that's that's another weird thing because did you know that in Europe, well, in Europe they kind of have like Wednesday off. Wednesday is kind of like Saturday, Sunday. It's it's all weird. Uh huh. It's all weird here in well Canada and the United States. You usually have like Saturday, Sunday. That's your that's your days off. That's your weekend. Like where, where's my weekend? We can do this. Weekend, Uh uh-huh But here, it's like that But not everywhere it's like that Some places, they have like Wednesday off And then half of Saturday off And then Sunday off I know, it depends on where you're watching me Around the world Because this radio, -radio WTPRradio.com Is broadcasted live 24-7 On, well, the internet It's kind of a worldly radio I mean, it's a worldwide radio. As long as you have Wi Fi, 5G, I mean, some, some kind of signal somewhere, you're good. You can just like tune in. Super easy. And you can do so on going to WTPRradio.com. Very, very easy. Sit Lord Billy. Mm-hmm. Hello. Well, hello, Sit Lord Billy. Sorry about your host. Oh my gosh, he's crying. He's crying a lot. Like, don't worry, it's going to be fine. You want a tissue? You should go grab one because Palila, she bought lots yesterday, uh-huh. She bought lots. <laughs> now, don't cry so much about my host. Don't cry so much about Palaila. Faye. She actually, she actually got her ticket paid from what I heard. Like a first class. Yeah, so I kicked her out of the house. And instead of staying here in beautiful, beautiful British Columbia, well, she got her ticket paid by someone I don't know, maybe a sugar daddy. Somebody like that, uh huh. And so we're talking two thousand five hundred dollars. Uh huh. First class ticket from well, Vancouver to Montreal. This is kind of a approximately five hour flight. hmm. Domestic flight, of course, because well it's within Canada. hmm So I don't know. You go ask her on her channel, Palay La Ask her oh who paid for this? How did it all went down? Mm hmm. I mean I have some fans, I have some wonderful fans, but I won't ask them two thousand five hundred dollars. That's a that's a big amount. That's a big amount. Though this show does take donations. Money! Yes, thank you for your generous donation. To keep on doing more shows, we really appreciate well all of the YouTube members that are there in the YouTube area. Uh huh. Thank you very much for being a member, supporting the channel, and of course, well, we, you can always leave a tip. But it's not called a tip; it's called a super chat. Oh. Huh? and it's the little heart that you can find under every video or the thanks button, very very awesome thank you so much to all of our amazing supporters Javier is there also, here 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 Javier, yes, yes, yes. Javier's just saying hi to everybody this morning. A, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Janos Kukorika. Oh, that's a nice last name. Kukorika. It's like Kukoriko. That's what the rooster does, isn't it? Well, it depends on which language you're kind of saying it in. But that's what the rooster says. That's what the fox say. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Marshall Crank. Hi, beautiful. Hey, Marshall. It's been a while since I've seen you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, thank you for being in alive. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> hey, so Lord Billy, I guess you will be replaced by another lady. <laughs> well, not today. Not today yet. I'm not, you know, I'm not so quick at replacing them. Like, you need to, you need to, like, actually, like, talk to them. And then you need to kind of, well say okay what are we gonna do what are we gonna collab on so it takes a while it takes a while to get some collaborators on the show Mm -hmm. and that is normal there's a bit of like talking to do a bit of okay what do you want to do what I want to do and then we get together and we do it Mm -hmm. It was kind of oh it's kind of complicated Javier says it wasn't me that paid that first class (laughs) <laughs> I want someone to pay for mine. Oh, okay. Well, I know some websites, Javier. I know some websites, but unfortunately, unfortunately, um, how, how can I break this to you? Well, women often of a younger age get paid lots of stuff by men of a certain age. Uh-huh. But the reverse is kind of more difficult to accomplish. You could find yourself a sugar mommy, though. You could. It happens. It's just there are less of those in the world. But sugar mommies do exist as well. I guess, like, I've been some people's sugar mommy. It, it did happen. It did happen. It, in some kind of way, you know, when you do collaborations, you got a little bit more than the other person. Well, I guess I was kind of pull out of the sugar mommy for like the two days she stayed here. Why? Well, you know, she was like hosted, so she she didn't pay anything. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Free grocery, free Wi Fi, free everything. So that's kind of like being a parent or a sugar mommy. I take the sugar mommy. Don't want to be like just a mommy. No, no, no. That's not that's not my type of vibe. I've seen her naked. You know, Wayne Field money thank you for your generous donation hey you standing in the yeah thanks wayne thank you very much for the generous donation of two dollars to help support the channel now well we have also also oh my god what's that name are you in like a rock band or more like a that that's a satanic band that must be like a really satanic band that's not rock and roll that's like metal that's probably like hardcore metal hello love you <laughs> thank you for the love uh-huh those names letters though they looked like they were yeah, yeah you know carved in wood like viking style maybe even in the rock i mean that's a possibility Well talking about the rock you know what happened to me yesterday mm-hmm <laughs> Well, talking about The Rock, you, you all know The Rock, yeah, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, uh-huh. or Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, you know, this like UFC fighter, this now like super mega actor. Uh uh-huh. Well, i seen I seen parts of his new movie, well, new, okay, maybe new, I don't know how many movies, he makes that guy a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Now, The Rock is an inspiration for me. Yeah, you know, because of Pet Rock, super cute. Yeah. <gasps> No, no, he's a guy, I'm a girl, it's not like that. I don't like, I don't like see him sexually. It's not like that, it's not like that. He's like the superhero. It's like, it's the rock, it's the rock, Uh that holds everything steady, you know, the rock. So, you know this movie, Black Adam? Mm -hmm. I've watched it, I've watched a little bit of it. Mm -hmm and and well i found it fascinating you know why because well it's been a while since i watch movies why because i go live all the time Uh uh-huh so i actually am kind of producing movies instead of being in movies or watching movies i'm kind of in it but the same same but different it's not hollywood but same thing so i watched this and some stuff kind of surprised me about like the new cinema you know like modern cinema i'm I'm not sure well we can't really call it modern because well 2023 It's, it's very interesting where it's going. You know, all of these like drone shots that are kind of going reverse. That's new. That wasn't there a few years ago. I don't know when it actually happened, but this is very interesting. And you don't get kind of sick from it that much, though. You're kind of you're reverse like you're watching the world like this. Ugh, you're kind of going upside down. Uh-huh. And then all these like panning cameras and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Not sure they're all done in real life because they're really good. And the amount of action, uh-huh, action there is between like each little scene, It's so fast, it's so fast. So Black Adam, it was kind of a mix between, I would say between, well, you know the movie 300, you know, like these slow motions. So they they would slow-mo and then they would accelerate and then they would accelerate and then they would slow-mo. So like the slow-mo looks like more slow-mo and the acceleration looks like more acceleration. It's crazy good, uh uh-huh. Then you got the bullets that go like yeah, I know. For the bullet thing, it's maybe more Superman that kind of started that thing, uh-huh. And then probably the Matrix kind of rebranded it. But now they're kind of doing it. They're kind of doing it again. Mm-hmm. And then with well, the blood and wah, 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 wah. very, very high-paced movie. Mm-hmm. Well, the special effects in it, though, eh, kind of you know, you know, it's like it's like watching maybe one of the. Hmm, one of the what, Guillaume del Toro, yeah, Guillermo del Toro's like horror movies, it's kind of, it looks like special effects. So you know you're like, oh, it's really good, but then you see special effects, you're like, no, this is not true. <laughs> this is not true. Okay, it's a movie about superheroes, of course not true. Mm-hmm. But still, still, like the movie, you know what was the best part? Well, I won't tell you because I'm going to spoil it, but like... The actual, the actual, there was an actual like a uh, plot in there. Oh well, there's an actual plot. And you know, usually DC, ew, depends, depends. Like I'm more of a Marvel person. Don't ask me why. It's just the type of movie. It's just the type of movie, the type of plot, the type of genre. I, I guess it's just, I get kind of a pull more for Marvel than DC in general. But you know, I have a little thing for The Rock. Yeah, me and him, we got a thing going on. He doesn't know though. He, he's not aware of this, mm-hmm. but we do. So the thing is. I tried to watch all of his movies, mm-hmm. and this one, this one, I kind of the plot was really good, We're like really good. And I've seen some critiques, and I've seen some things. I'm like, this is not so bad, not so bad. And I tried to put myself in a, you know, in a zone where I was like, young and just like watching this, uh-huh. and I was like, okay, could, there's something there, there's something there. Uh-huh. It was like a mixture between the Mummy, you know, the Mummy, yeah, with that guy Brendan Fraser, mm-hmm. and then, uh, well, well, not the one with Tom Cruise, and not that one. The older one, the older one. And then, well, kind of Spartacus, 300, like superheroes. That's all in my mix. Okay, but getting back to the morning show. uh Let's get back to the morning show. What are we talking about this morning? You are listening to The Morning Show with your host, Piper Blush, on WTPRradio.com. Uh-huh. Now we are talking about, well, Knight Rider. Yeah, Knight Rider. You remember Knight Rider? I was talking about movies, things like that. Do you remember Knight Rider? If you were kind of a kid or a teen in the 1980s, it might just ring a bell. Mm hmm. Because Knight Rider is, well, and still kind of is. Eh, Pop culture is pretty, 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 pretty famous. Uh huh, it was. And who was in it? Well, David Hazelhoff. Yeah, you don't just know him for uh, well, that other Baywatch movie (laughs) series, uh huh, with Pamela Anderson. Uh huh, of course, uh, if you if you Google, if you Google. Maybe just don't Google, don't Google. Uh-huh. You'll see a few, a few great pics of him. I actually landed on one this morning. I landed on one. So he has like a, a leather jacket uh-huh, and he's a bit, he's a bit furry. Like it's not a furry, but you know, it's a bit furry. Uh-huh. And then he has like some, some uh, very, very uh, tight black boxer, but no boxer. It's, I think it's briefs. I think you call them briefs. Uh-huh. Where it's not like, it doesn't go on your, on your thighs really. It's more like a, it's more like a panty, but for men you get it mm-hmm. but you still have the bulge like really in there i like those i like those quite frankly boxers don't really do it for me if i'm honest Mm-mm. you can't really see nothing it's just like ample and weird yeah that's just me mm-hmm. so he's in there <laughs> he's in there so he has a leather coat these kind of all well, briefs and he's just like that uh-huh with his like super curly hair <laughs> and well, i was like wow okay mm, interesting mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's David Hasselhoff for you. I'm pretty sure I'm not pronouncing his last name right, but not to worry about it. The guy, the guy was in Knight Rider as, well, okay, Michael, Michael Knight. Mm -hmm. And what happens in Knight Rider? Well, Knight Rider is kind of a modern crime fighter. uh And he does this with a super awesome car. His car is named Kit. Yes, Mm K-I-T-T. What is the car? What does it do? It does everything. uh Now, it's kind of an AI car. Yeah, AI car. And it's self aware. Uh Oh my god, we're so scared of this fiber self awareness. I know, I know, sentient. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. But not to worry, not to worry. It's just a show. Uh It's just a show. Yeah, it's not in real life. It's all good. Mm -hmm. So, this car, it has an AI in it, so we can kind of talk to it. You can ask it to do stuff, and then it's kind of clever enough to do the stuff that it asks. To do, uh huh. Plus, plus, the whole car is made of like super high tech material and it's indestructible. yet yeah, indestructible. You can't destroy it. I mean, it's amazing. This is every guy's fantasy, pretty much. Uh huh. Having a car that does whatever you do and that is indestructible, just like your girlfriend. That would have be been amazing, too. Uh huh. So, this guy. Well he, he does all this stuff. But what, what what's the relationship, Piper? Why are we talking about Night Rider? Are they making a new Night Rider? <gasps> no, don't freak out. They're not doing that. Not that I know of. Uh-huh. Now there was a few series of Knight Riders. So like when I got the dates, cause there's a lot of stuff that happened. From 1982 to 1986. It was just like Knight Rider, you know, First first season. It's all cool. Uh-huh. Then there was team Knight Rider. That's from 1997 to 1998, mm-hmm. so I don't know which one you saw, which one is your favorite, you, you tell me, you all tell me. Mm-hmm. And then Knight Rider, the kind of remake, that's like 2008-2009, okay? So you got it, so it's still, it's been a while, it's, it would be kind of past due. you know they're redoing all of these Disney movies? Maybe we need another Knight Rider, mm-hmm. maybe we need something a bit more revamped, and maybe, just maybe, this is gonna come reality, What? Reality? Are we all gonna get a kit car? Uh Uh-huh. No, not a kit car. Not like you built it to yourself. No, no. Like a kit, like kit the car. Uh Uh-huh. Because GM, General Motors. General Motors is thinking of integrating AI in their cars. What type of AI, Piper? What type of AI? Actually, uh uh-huh. Actually, General Motors, his associating with Microsoft uh-huh, to build sort of kind of a chat GPT replica in their cars oh wow that seems scary it's a bit scary but in a good way in a good way so what they want to do is for you to be able to talk to your car yeah to make it do stuff now 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 don't freak out too much uh-huh. it, we're not at the kit level yet okay we're not at the kit level yet But, well, not to say that we're not kind of getting close to it, because we got like self-driving cars or kind of, well, you still need to be behind the wheel, but some cars are actually self-driving. They're testing them in California somewhere, Mm -hmm. probably Silicon Valley area. Now. There's these self-driving cars, and now if we implement AIs in the cars, like better AIs, what are the possibility, uh-huh, of uh, having cars that have AI in them? Now, just take away self-driving, okay? Take it away for a minute. Don't... Don't mix them together. Don't mix self-driving and AI, okay? Different types of AI. So you're there in your car and you can ask it to do some things. It, her, I don't know, you name it however you want. It's your car, uh-huh. But if it's self-aware, I'm telling you, it's going to tell you how to call it. Uh-huh. It's going to say that it's not my name. Yeah, you need to call me this. Maybe it's going to want to be Kit. So it's going to be like, call me Kit, please. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. So th- that's a possibility. Now, uh, GM did not say that it came with... Mm, W- with Knight Rider no no it's not like it's not a right Knight Rider car they're not remaking the Knight Rider car that was kind of awesome maybe a bit too 80s for the times now but they are just thinking about putting this AI system that is kind of ChatGPT. GPT so it's a language model okay model it's a language model mm-hmm. chat GPT is a language model and then while well, implementing it in there would mean would mean that you would be able to kind of ask it commands uh-huh. Summon it. Yeah, that's for Tesla. <laughs> but still, but still. Mm-hmm. It, it could be possibility. You wanna see this? Okay. I'm not gonna show you like everything because I don't have everything. But we're just gonna we're just gonna go here, click, uh-huh. And see if we have it. Do we have it? Oh, no, we don't. Okay, that's you know what you know what's been happening with my blog? Uh huh. I know what's been happening. The blog is still on the other time. It's on the other time zone. So I post everything so that it would be posted and it's not posted. Yeah, that's what's happening okay don't worry about it okay so if you google well if you google knight rider you'll go back to memory lane you'll see david huh. it's gonna be all great and beautiful in your life now let me get this straight okay so you have you have actual gm so general motors motors that is creating cars they have a whole bunch of cars they're good general motors are good they're doing their cars and they've decided, they've decided to collab with Microsoft uh-huh, to create something similar to ChatGPT, this language model, mm-hmm, to implement in their cars. Now, what, what is that gonna mean? That's gonna mean that you're gonna be able to ask your car for like various features. Let's say, oh, uh, car, or let's call it kit, it's gonna be cooler. <laughs> kit, well, turn on the actual headlights. Oh yeah, turn on the headlights. Or kit, um, heat 26 degrees Celsius. You see, this is kind of some stuff you could actually do because the way AI works, uh huh, well, or the way ChatGPT works, they're also developing what well, language model. Meaning, if it can kind of write, it's supposed to be able to understand. So it's kind of these two things going together. So you're gonna be able to ask it to do like all the normal stuff that you would push buttons on in your car. Turn on the radio. Like, uh, turn down the radio. All the stuff you ask Siri, Alexa, and all of these other maybe kinda, sort of, uh personal assistant devices that you have in your home already. That's what your car would be able to do. Pretty cool, huh? But that's not it. That's not just it. You'll be able to schedule appointments, of course, because that's like when you ask Siri to actually, well, put some stuff in your Mm iCal. And then, well... Of course, and that's not really like a really awesome feature because already every car has it. But open your garage doors, mhm, close them, your gates, whatever, all that stuff, uh huh. Your car would be able to, to do it, but to do it when you actually ask for it, with your voice, your very own voice. Super amazing, eh? Now, we're not talking voice detection and all this stuff, like Siri still has some difficulty. Understanding if it's me, Charlotte, or anybody else in the crew. Uh-huh. So, this, uh, w- w- we might be far from there. So, don't freak out. Now, though, with with all of these, uh, these actual implementation, with all of this data being in the car, in the GM car, what's going to happen? More errors. <gasps> what? More errors? Yes, there could be more errors. Because, well, the more data you put in... The more possibilities for mistakes, the more possibilities for errors. But not to worry, not to worry. That is why it's not out yet. It needs some rigorous testing. It needs very, very good testing. And it needs to be able to have as little errors as possible because you wouldn't want to be on the road, uh driving, being all cool. And you say, Hey, car, go 100 miles per hour, and then what she does, 200, uh-huh, boom, bam, right there, right now. This is maybe too much, so maybe if the stuff is a bit too difficult, like, they, they maybe won't implement that right away. I'm guessing, I'm guessing, it's just like me kind of uh, thinking about it, it's just, it's just my two cents, mm-hmm. So, maybe, maybe they won't tell you, like, uh, okay, car, go at 2,000 miles an hour. That's way too fast. It's like jet flight. Uh huh. So, maybe it's just gonna be for the windshield wipers and like some other little things. But. Another thing that is really interesting that they're thinking of implementing and that I feel is amazing uh-huh, would be well a kind of video system in there. Yeah, because if you have the videos in there, well, you're going to be able to kind of watch some tutorials. I mean, Tesla already has kind of access to Internet on their big screen and most car days now still do. Mm-hmm. But meaning that if you have like videos, instructional videos, about your very own car, SUV or whatever you purchase from GM, you would be able to probably change a flat tire. Yeah, imagine this. Uh-huh. So it will be well easier for you to put stuff in your car. So you don't need to know it right away. You just follow through with the video. You just do it that way. That, that's, a, that's a great way to do it. Uh-huh. So, well, you'd have the instruction videos right there. Let's say you got a flat, you're stuck on the side of the, well, you know, the autoroute, uh-huh, uh-huh, the highway. You go there, you change your flat tire with the help of the instructional video that it's in your car. No more read the freaking manual. huh. You know you know that saying, read the f- manual. I got, where's my, read the <coughs> manual. Mm-hmm. Well, no more of that. You won't need to do that. You'll just have a video. And that makes sense because YouTube is now just the universal user manual. That's what it is. That's what it is. What's happening? Yes, hello? Wait a sec, wait a sec. Oh, what happened? Oh, he hung up. That was a scammer. That was an actual scammer. Oh, too bad. Okay, he hung up. Sorry about that. Uh-huh. Better chance next time. <gasps> oh we could have done like a, a online scamming thing uh-huh I could have done it I was about to put him on speakerphone okay next time next time it took too long It took too long I need to have like a my actual phone here all the time that way well when we get scammers we can catch them live on air oh yeah this kit car, this kit car is coming up your way. Maybe not right now. Maybe not right now. It still, something is a little bit. Now, the thing is, it won't be able to self drive. No, why Piper would it not be able to self drive? Why well, is not like uh uh-huh. kit? It's because it's completely two different AI systems. Now, you're talking a language model. You're talking talking to your car. Talking to your car is a completely different thing than actually driving Uh self-driving now self-driving involves involves navigation Uh and actually an ai taking control of the car and driving it it's not a language model Uh so that's completely different so in order for your gm car to be able to self-drive it's not going to be the same thing it's not going to be the same thing you're going to need that kind of two types of ai in there the actual self-driving ai Uh and the actual well telling your car to drive itself, AI, <laughs> which is the language one, which is the language one. And now, you know, soon, soon, maybe, maybe sooner than you think, there will be a car uh-huh, that you will be able to talk to. And it's going to be able to do what you want, because it is true that being able to understand what we're saying as humans is like the thing. It would be the best thing. It's so complicated sometimes to get your ideas across. But if an AI, and Siri she's got ways to go. Mm hmm is able to do this it's gonna go faster life is gonna go faster you don't need to actually well type it in but though pressing a button so far is faster than asking yeah that's why sometimes i just press on siri or i hijack her with my iPhone uh-huh what you what you talking about hijacking siri well you know when she doesn't want to play some music i just go to my phone and then i beam it uh-huh that's how you kind of come across because sometimes siri doesn't want to do what you want her to do mm-hmm. Let's go to YouTube and the live comment section on at the Piper Blush radio show. Here we go. Michael Luders just woke up. Morning, Piper. Good morning. Hero Turtle. What really Rune, man? Oh, because, okay, this guy says that's my name in Rune. In Rune, what's Rune? Is it like an old dialect, and language? I don't know Rune. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what Rune is. Javier says, I remember Kit, (laughs) William Haynes, I liked it as a kid. Well, you can like it as an adult too, not to worry. (laughs) Now, I love the show. Yes, it's supposed to be really great. Also, I remember the A-Team. Nice, nice. So that's another show. That's like, oh, a whole bunch of uh, memories coming back from the 80s. Rune ancient Germanic letters. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that runes was ancient Germanic letters. Well, now I know. Kit had an evil... Okay, I, I need to... Woo.
0: Kit had an evil sibling called Car.
1: <laughs> that makes sense, because it's like a car, like a normal car, and that other one is called like Kit. Mm-hmm, hmm haven't even caught up in 80s TV technology yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we still have ways to go. We still have ways to go. okay, okay. That show was way before my time. That's from mentira mentira. Well you never you can always watch it again. Uh-huh. you can purchase it on YouTube probably or on Apple TV, Amazon Prime, I I don't know where it's at right now, but it's definitely somewhere. You remind me of a female version of Howard Stern. I'm trying, I'm trying really hard to be like Howard Stern's little baby sister, uh-huh, or niece or I'm not I'm not sure how. Weirdly familiar, this would be, but yeah, yeah, our turn, idol. AI cars and road Karen's ever mix. (laughs) We'll see about that, Javier, we'll see. Maybe, just maybe it's going to be the best mix ever. Maybe Karen is finally going to be able to have somebody to yell at and the car is going to be, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. It's going to be perfect. (gasps) Okay. That would be a good show, Piper-catching scammers. I just need for them to call. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is, uh huh, Is your room name an English ang Wow, men Wow, we're going, like, we're going ways there. Letters and all that stuff. All right, all right, all right. Now, okay, are you ready for... Second segment. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about something very, very weird. Very weird. Did you know that your germs can survive? Uh huh. Can survive in the weirdest places. I know. You thought you were just there sneezing and coughing, and it was all cool and dissipated in the atmosphere. Then it wasn't there anymore. No, no it stays there, maybe even forever. Don't go anywhere, we're gonna go on a short break. Mm-hmm. And I'll be right back to tell you about how your sneeze on Mount Everest stays theirs forever.
0: It's important to be aware of the rise of fake social media accounts claiming this. to be Piper Blush. These accounts can lead to serious consequences, including scams and the spread of false information. To ensure you are getting accurate information, only check the official piper blush link tree this is the only authorized source of updates and information from piper blush help spread the word and protect the integrity of public figures you are listening to the unpredictable radio
1: for the, of the listener. with your host piper blush very interesting CPR Vancouver <laughs> listening to the unpredictable radio for the bold listener with your host piper blush this is the morning show where we talk about well morning news but the extraordinary morning news the unusual you need to be bold enough to be able to tune into this one Mm -hmm. because it's a bit freaky sometimes so freaky that we're talking about germs yeah i know you're not germophobic because it's not the place for you Mm -mm -mm. if you are well run away run away i'm telling you like let me do a warning Warning, this episode contains germs, lots and lots of germs. Uh huh. If you are scared of germs, germophobic, or anything like that, well, maybe just maybe don't listen to what is coming up. hmm. These germs, well, they've been with us forever. I mean, germs are part of life, they're there. hmm. You might not be able to see them, no, but you can definitely absorb them. That you can. Mm hmm. And, well, have you ever been to Mount Everest? Not many people have been. I had a friend once, a woman. She had been to Everest. Yes, yes, yes. She had been there. She'd climb a little bit. No, she didn't. She didn't make it through. She said, she said something like, "It's very interesting the way that the alpinists." I think that's the word. Alpinists. That's um. Sounds like penis a bit too much. Alpinist. alpin, Alpine people. People that walk in the mountain. Climbers. Hikers. Yeah, these type of people. Mm-hmm. Alpinist in French. Here we go. Well. She was like, the the mountain, I didn't feel the mountain. The mountain wasn't ready for me, you know? The mountain, no, so they have this kind of, uh, this kind of actual like relationship with the mountain Uh they're gonna walk on because the mountain decides. That's that's how they see it. It's very spiritual, uh huh. Maybe that's why I cannot be a climber. <laughs> Maybe it's just that's it, uh huh. Because for me, the mountain doesn't have emotions. It's not. It's a mountain. It's just like a big rock. Not like the rock. He has emotions. Uh huh. He's an actor. He has emotions. Now the thing is. She was telling me that she wasn't feeling the mountain. The mountain wasn't feeling her. And I've seen like the movie Everest. You've seen that movie, so don't watch it. It's awful. Uh-huh. Everybody dies in there, like are most people. Well, just like on the Everest. You know h- how many fatalities we're at? Two thousand and six fatalities. Ugh. Yeah, that's not cool. Uh-huh. Not cool at all. It's like let's. That's, that's a ghost on the Everest for sure. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, well, on the Everest, lots of stuff happens, okay? So lots of ghosts on the Everest, lots of dead bodies. Now, 2006 fatalities, that's a lot. And you know what? Well, you're so high in the sky and it's so difficult that they can't bring back the dead bodies. No, no, they just leave them there. Yeah, they pollute uh-huh, with their dead bodies. They just stay there. So sometimes the weather changes, you know? Even though it's always like, cold up there and there's always snow. Mm-hmm. Eternal snow. Eternal death too, yeah? Well, that thing is, sometimes they kind of uncover... Dead bodies from like past, past time, from years before. Yeah. So this is amazing stuff. And well, Everest has been known to be polluted. Why is it polluted? Because all of these hikers, climbers, alpinists, yeah. Well, they, they go up there with like... I don't know, CO, not CO2 tanks, that would be really bad for them. Uh-huh. Oxygen tanks and uh, well, food and all these other things. And since they're climbing, they're climbing is very difficult, like physically, mentally, and it's cold as not hell, because hell is hot. Hell is really hot. It's cold as cold. Yeah, cold. Uh-huh. Very, very cold. Now, sometimes they just, well, they leave their things there. What are they going to do? Like carry with their, their actual well, garbage bags with them? It's already difficult enough. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So it is quite of a polluted environment, but that defeats the subject of today. It's kind of similar. Now, you know, so Everest is polluted with dead bodies and a kind of normal pollution like plastic, wrappers, all that stuff uh-huh, that you bring on a trip when you're going climbing a mountain that is the highest in all the world. Uh-huh. The world's highest peak. OK, so you go there, you go and you want to climb, you climb, you climb, you climb. And at one point, <gasps> choo! yeah, you sneeze. Why? Well, because it's cold, uh-huh. And I mean, your immune system, maybe you got a little bit of a little virus. Not not crazy, just like a little bit of germs in you. Maybe, maybe just maybe too much dust this morning. <sighs> yeah, too much dust. So you sneeze, you sneeze. Now you sneeze and it's all cold. But what about that sneeze? Where does it go? Uh-huh. I mean, it's super cold out there. So does it become like popsicle sneeze? Uh-huh. Does it stay there? Well, that's the interesting thing. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. Now, some scientists, uh-huh, they've decided to actually actually take some samples, some samples around base camp. Yeah, Base camp. So Everest has a few camps. They have like the base camp, that's where you, you set the tents and all that stuff. And well, they have like some stages, because it's so high, uh-huh, you need to acclimate. That's the word in French, acclimaté. Uh-huh. So if you go too high, too fast, or so not good. You're, you're kind of they're like, oh, you could kind of die. Well, it's not good for you. It's not good. It's too elevated. So you need to spend a few days at some kind of point checks uh-huh, so that your system adapts, yeah, adapts to the elevation. So you don't get like nauseous, disoriented, because there's less and less oxygen. The higher you go, the less oxygen there is. Mm-hmm. And for all of these reasons, well, that's why there's some stages. So... At the base camp, uh, the base camp, these scientists they decided, and it's not any scientist, so it's called study of Arctic, Antarctic, and Alpine research. Mm-hmm. That's the study that they did, and they took they took some samples near, like near the actual base camp, and the base camp is situated at South Coal, that's how it's called, South Coal. So they took some soil samples. Yeah, you know what a carrot, that's what they do usually, they take soil samples. So these guys, they went there, they took soil samples and then they discovered some things in there. Uh Cause what did they do? Well they actually put this in like special machines. Yeah, super crazy awesome machines, okay? These machines are able to isolate DNA. Uh-huh. DNA and like the DNA of like microbes and things like that. Yeah. And so that's what it did. It's called like next generation gene sequencing technology. So it's not even like it's not even like DNA, it's gene sequencing. It's like super mega tiny, tiny stuff that it's able to find. hmm So, what it found out? It found out, well, those so like normal stuff you found on mount everest those normal germs and bacteria and stuff like that why because mount everest is really really high it's a cold environment and they call these the extremophile, <laughs> extremophile. those are all kind of the germs that can survive at high altitude like high elevation mm-hmm. they're very very special because well they can kind of survive there, but not anywhere else. So they're kind of hardcore. They're like CrossFit germs. Uh huh. They can do Everest. Uh huh. They do Everest. But then they were surprised. Yeah, very surprised to find something else. What did they find? Uh uh-huh. They found some of our germs. Uh huh. Some of our germs, human germs. Which type of human germs? I I got the names right here. Cause it's like it's complicated science, you know. So. Staphylococcus, uh Staphylococcus and Steptococcus. uh Those germs are usually residing in your nose and your mouth area. (laughs) And so when you sneeze, cough or do something like that, well, you spread your germs everywhere. Uh And since it's so cold and all that, well, some of these germs, they kind of got trapped. They got trapped in the soil. They fell on the floor and then, well, they they got trapped in there. Uh And by looking at these actual soil samples that we're taking, at 170 meters, yeah, of the south coast so the, of base camp of Mount Everest, they discovered that these germs, they were able to live there on Mount Everest. Why? They're not extremophiles. No, they're not this type of germs. Usually they're really good at like 37 degrees. but well, or sort of shy of 37 degrees Celsius because that's our body temperature. And if they're able to live in our mouth and nose, and that's where they like to be, you know, minus 20 is maybe not the best place for them but they survived, uh-huh. they survived, yeah, so this is crazy stuff, crazy news, uh-huh. now they survived, but they were like kind of dormant, you know, so they're kind of frozen, they're just, they're frozen, they're there on Everest, but they're just, they're just kind of there, uh-huh. they're not doing anything right now, but still, that means that they're able to be imprisoned in the ice, like imprisoned in the weather, I know, it's crazy stuff, it's crazy stuff, but what does that mean, Piper? I mean, what does that mean for, for other humans that go on Everest? Can you just go there and you're going to catch all these germs? Well, yes and no. OK, yes and no. The thing is, <laughs> the thing is what this research actually conducted, it means. It means that, well, some of the germs that we think can only live in us, maybe can adapt. They have adapted. You know, that is possible. That is possibility. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, the thing is, well, are human microbes that are supposed to be, well, human born. So they're supposed to stay in us. They're able to stay there. And now what about other places like the moon? Uh Uh-huh. Imagine this. So what if these germs are able to survive at Mount Everest and they're not normally able to survive? Well, we didn't know this. They were able to survive before. We just didn't know it. So these germs are able to actually survive in these environments that are kind of hostile to them. So what if we go on the moon? What if we go on mars what if we actually put our germs on there Uh uh-huh well they might be able to survive and then we might actually well be changing the ecosystem we might be changing the whole thing we might be polluting not with the plastic waste dead bodies uh uh-huh or uh, i don't know sarin wrap paper or like aluminum foil and all of these other metals and things like that that humans do for waste no we might be actually polluting with our germs. That is a possibility. Now, of course, if you work in like science and in labs, well, you know about this pollution because that's why they have glass windows and like special like air suction. Uh And then they need to push, push everything with alcohol and have gloves and things like that. And they work in very sterile environments. But let's just say that, yeah, we work to like discover new life somewhere else. Well, maybe, just maybe that's what it's been said. Maybe there is other life. Maybe there is other life on other planets, Uh uh-huh, and maybe it's there. Here we go, where is that? Yeah, I got it right here, I got it right here. Where is the name of the guy? Uh Uh-huh, are you there? Okay, life on other planets and cold moons. That's from Steve Schmidt, Uh uh-huh. He says that we could could actually contaminate this life if we were there, just by our germs. Imagine this, Uh uh-huh. So we are kind of aliens on other planets. And then other planets are kind of aliens when they come to our planet. Uh huh. I mean, you need to think about it, because this is a good reflection. Uh huh. We are actually polluting Mount Everest with our germs. Yeah, we are. But we don't yet know what these effects will have on the long term. Yeah, keeping our germs there in a hostile environment where humans are not kind of supposed to go. I know some can go there, but it's because we invented these crazy technologies to make us go there that we're able to go. But physically, humans are not really kind of able to go there. But the technology that we create makes us go there, and then it means that we're polluting other places that maybe we weren't supposed to be at awesome okay so now you have it Uh uh-huh that is about mount everest don't go anywhere don't go anywhere there's more there's always more because this is wtpradio.com. uh-huh we'll go on our short break and we'll be right back to talk about raccoon attack yeah
0: some people want speed but those who go after all there is sometimes have to sacrifice safety You are
1: listening to the unpredictable radio for the role of the listener. With your host, Piper Blash. Very interesting Vancouver. WTPR Vancouver. <laughs> W-T-P-R, Vancouver. <laughs> listening to WTPRradio.com with your host Piper Blush. This is the morning show and we are talking about raccoons, uh-huh. crazy raccoons, raccoons attack. All mm-hmm. All right, so picture this, picture this. Now you need to kind of picture yourself as a, well, okay, let's put the birds there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're 95 years old. Yeah, can you, can you kind of picture yourself? 95 years old. Yeah. You're in shape don't worry about it you're in shape you're 95 years old you live in toronto canada yes you got snow you unfortunately you got slow it gets cold in there it gets cold so you're there and well you you i don't know you eat your oatmeal uh-huh you drink your coffee you're 95 you're not dead yet uh-huh then well you you you, you get dressed because what well, it's winter it's winter it's kind of spring winter okay so you get dressed you get ready uh-huh, to go on your, your walk Why? Because you're 95. Why are you alive? Probably because you're doing physical activity. If not, you'll be dead. You'll be dead. Like, when we're not talking Mount Everest activity. We're talking just like normal physical activity. So you put your coat on, uh uh-huh, you put your scarf on, your little mittens, maybe a toque, maybe you don't want to wear a hat, maybe you kind of like to have all your head in the little cold. Sunglasses. Why? Because, well, in the winter, you know, when there's sun, oh my God, it's like, oh, you can't see nothing. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, you're almost ready to go. You're almost ready to go. You put in your little booties. You know, you need little booties. It's it's important. Why? Because you don't want to slip and fall. You're going to break your actual, like... You know, your waist, your, your what's it called? Like, not your ankle, but you're going to break that thing that everybody breaks at 95. Uh-huh. It's normal. It's normal. So you, you wear your little booties and you're almost ready. You're almost ready to make sure that you don't actually break nothing. Uh-huh. Well, you take some uh, some sticks. Yeah. You, you know, walking sticks. Why? Because it's more stability. It's better for you. Plus, it makes you exercise in a different way. <laughs> walking sticks. Did you know? Didn't you know? And you need to fact check this because I'm not sure what I'm saying. Uh-huh. That it reduces kind of like the efficient, like you get more efficient walking. Uh-huh, because you can disperse all of your weight and all that. So you walk like 10% faster or something like that. Uh-huh, crazy stuff. But fact check me on this one. Mm-hmm. Walking sticks. Another way to walk. Now you hear the little birds. You hear the little birds. It's a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. You're ready to go on your walk. You go on your walk every day. 7,000 steps that's that's what your doctor recommended that's what you do you're 95 you're living the life yeah Uh uh-huh you go on your walk so you start you start you know it's you're there it's cool it's a nice Uh uh-huh nice neighborhood you're kind of downtown Toronto so stuff is like downtown Toronto you know there's there's some people there's some parks it's a city it's a city you walk with your sticks you walk and then suddenly you see some kind of weird thing following you and you're like what was that is this a cat Uh uh-huh Get a dog, a chihuahua. What? What's that thing? What's that thing? It looks weird. You, you keep on walking. You're like, well, you know, it's like nature. I'm, I'm close to a park. Maybe it's just a, a type of weird thing going on. Mm-hmm. Then, well, you feel something. Uh, you feel something like on your ankle. Yeah, you feel something weird. You're like, oh, what's this? What's this? You turn around and there's a raccoon that's trying to bite your leg off. Uh-huh. This is like a, literally a raccoon that's trying to bite your leg off. You're like, what is happening? Uh-huh. You're 95. For, like... Don't forget, out. You're not the rock. You're not going to pop. Yeah. It's not like a an actual like sci-fi movie uh-huh, or superhero movie. So you're kind of freaked out. You have like your your walking sticks in your hands, but you don't think about hitting the raccoon with it because you're just too in shock. Uh-huh. There's this is raccoon trying to eat your leg. It's trying to eat your leg like right here in the city, trying to devour you. So well, maybe just maybe like what is happening to me? Uh-huh. Now, some other guy that passes by, you know, because you're in the city, so you're not alone, good for you, you're 95, you don't want to go walk alone, it's dangerous, uh-huh, even in the daytime. Now, you could you could break something. Now, this guy, well, he takes the raccoon and he's like, oh, go away, raccoon, uh-huh. He, he manhandles the raccoon, probably, if it was a man. He gets it off the lady, yeah, lady, or, uh, well, well, it was a lady, okay, it was a lady, hmm gets it off the lady and then well of course the lady well she she ended up with like five raccoon bites uh-huh on her ankle imagine this a raccoon attacks you while you're doing physical exercise it's dangerous uh-huh to do physical exercise is that what you need to take out of this piper is that really what we need to say i think we do i think we do because i have another story like this one mm-hmm. but let me finish this one first okay so this lady, 95 years old from Toronto, she's like a brisk walker. Mm-hmm. She walks like 7,000 steps per day. Mm-hmm. She keeps in shape. She looks like very beautiful, like a, you know, 95 year old lady. Yeah, she looks. She looked in shape. Now the thing is, the thing is, well, oh, the raccoon, uh huh, it bit her really, like really hard. Like one, one of the bites was real really deep. Uh huh. Good for her. The five other ones were not too deep, not too deep. So she, she's okay. She's okay. She went. She was like escorted to the hospital. Uh huh. And it's fine. It's really fine. Mm-hmm. She's not, like, everything's good. Now, what happened to the raccoon? Well, the raccoon, uh-huh, the raccoon was actually well taken, uh-huh, by the animal services to, to see if he had, like, some rabies or some other weird stuff going on. Because, well, there's a raccoon that attacks you broad daylight in the city. You get attacked by a raccoon, uh-huh, and you're not even in Raccoon City. <gasps> Imagine this, uh-huh. you're there you're just taking your walk like a normal individual and you get attacked by a raccoon now yes well as she was getting attacked and the guy was trying to like pull the raccoon off of your her leg good for you if you see this you need to intervene yeah you intervene you know there's this thing that darren brown said and he did a social experiment about it and sometimes when you're walking and there's a lot of people like in a park mm -hmm, people will not react you know why they won't react because they think that somebody else is gonna help Uh uh-huh so now that you know nobody's gonna actually intervene uh-huh. because everybody's going to think everybody else can going to intervene so not you know you need to intervene because nobody else going to do it because we all think that somebody else is going to intervene it's dumb uh-huh. it's kind of called a crowd effect yeah and so you could be getting raped there and nobody's going to intervene like, and everybody's walking by, uh-huh. There's crazy stuff or mugged or anything like that. So now that you know, you need to actually be aware. Uh-huh. So if you see an old lady getting attacked by a raccoon, as strange as that's my sound, uh-huh, it happened. So you need to intervene. You need to, I don't know, get a stick, to, like, hit the raccoon, do something. Uh-huh. I mean, Peter might be like, well, oh, uh, that's not so cool. Well, I don't know. I heard that they killed some animals. Yeah, because they didn't want them to be in captivity. They prefer for them to go in paradise. What the? You know, uh-huh. So, this old lady is all found, no rabies, no rabies, no, because they tested the raccoon and it didn't have any rabies, the raccoon. So, it's good, she's going to survive, she's going to be fine. Maybe she's going to have a bit of PTSD, I mean, maybe she's going to be walking with, like, her walking sticks and maybe she's going to put a knife in there or something. I mean, that's possible, maybe maybe she'll bring a gun with her, yeah, get the, you know, out of my way, raccoons, Uh uh-huh. Maybe she needs an actual bodyguard for her morning walks. Or like a, a big dog a big dog probably the raccoon would not have attacked her if she had a dog mm-mm-mm. most certainly he would have attacked the dog okay but a, a lady in the area a lady in the area she's like living in the neighborhood and she she saw these raccoons okay she saw these raccoons and she was like these raccoons they look real weird uh-huh like they're on drugs or something uh-huh why because the raccoons they were like attacking vehicles uh-huh You know, like, usually raccoons are kind of chill, they're not too scared, but a little bit scared. But no, this raccoon, it was trying to bite off the tires of the vehicles coming up the way in the street. And it was like walking in the street. It seemed like disoriented and weird. And usually they don't attack humans. But did you know that in Toronto, there's actually 42, uh uh-huh, 42 cases of uh, weird raccoons. Hmm. So, it's not because it's around in Toronto that it cannot happen to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I have this other friend, yeah, who actually had an experience with a squirrel. Yeah, a squirrel in a park, but that was in Montreal. Same so same but different, okay? So you need to watch out for the squirrels as well. I tell you, nature is dangerous. It's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, he was there walking in the park. And all of a sudden, a squirrel just decided to start climbing on him. Uh-huh, climbing on him. And you notice with this little... <laughs> It's, it's very, very harsh. They have, like, big claws. Okay, they're small claws, but they go in your skin, uh-huh. And they didn't want to leave. Okay, I think he was eating something, though, so maybe that's why. <laughs> like, bag of chips, sandwich, something like that. But still, it just kind of climbed on him and didn't want to go away. So you need to watch out. Oh, that's cool. You need to watch out, uh-huh, for these, like, animals, these wild animals. Now, good thing this lady, she had, like, walking sticks. She could have kind of, like... Done some damage there she could have she didn't she didn't think about it i guess it's normal you don't think about it because you know you're like in the shock of the moment but good for her somebody intervened uh-huh then the crowd kind of built up i guess they got the raccoon and it's all good but be made aware uh-huh that this is a possibility when you go on walks when you try to be healthy you could get attacked by a raccoon or a squirrel mm-hmm. now those are not too bad she was given like the rabies well vaccine just in case but then they discovered that they did not have rabies Oh, physical activity is crazy. Mm-hmm. Physical activity is crazy. Let's go in the comment section see who's there. Wayne says I had a baby raccoon and I was a kid. Oh, that's cool. Uh huh. What's this? Jane Blackwood, raccoon whisperer. Ooh. Oh, this. Okay, so there's some guy on actual YouTube who's a raccoon whisperer. Maybe, maybe she needs to take a little bit of classes. Uh huh. In case this raccoon comes back, or maybe just maybe they kind of, they kind of went. Maybe this raccoon went to sleep and he's never going to wake up anymore. Maybe that's what they did with it. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Have you ever seen the movie 1997 with Woody Harrelson called Welcome to Sarajevo? Yeah, that rings a bell, actually. That does ring a bell. And Wayne sends, well, a whole bunch of the squirrels. <laughs> many, many squirrels. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You need to watch out. Uh-huh. Physical activity is great. I mean, it's physical activity. You need to... Physical Physical, Yeah, you need to do that. But, but, be careful, huh? If you're going on a hike in the woods in British Columbia, you need bear spray. This is real. This is very, very real, huh? There are some bears, and they won't necessarily always attack you, but... It's a possibility. You need to be ready for all of these crazy possibilities. Uh-huh. Now, well, your germs also stay on Mount Everest, meaning that every time you cough or sneeze, uh huh, you are spreading germs on this beautiful planet Earth, which is normal. Like, don't knock off, not sneeze. But if ever we go on the moon, if ever we go in places that we've never been to, well, maybe just maybe we'll leave, we'll leave some of our germs, and that's gonna kill other other germs that are already on there. Uh huh. So that could uh desequilibrate the whole, like, uh, you know, germ situation. Yeah, on the moon or anywhere else. Crazy stuff. Yeah. uh And of course, of course, well, we might just see cars being like it. A lot more like that. So you might have kind of a Siri or Alexa car in the near future. I don't know how close we are from actually talking... While to our cars, like we do with Siri, Alexa, and any other devices, I think I'm forgetting a few, but don't worry. I, just, I love you all females out there, AIs. <laughs> Why isn't it guys? I don't know. Mm, that's another weird question. Maybe the cars are going to be guys. I don't know. What, what do you use at the GPS voice? Mm-hmm you use actually a guy or girl you know sometimes they have this this weird like uh, people that come in Uh just like uh, you could actually have santa claus (laughs) paw patrol Uh and all these weird that's on ways that's on ways if you don't use ways it's great but it's not sponsored Uh hey ways can always sponsor the show, mm-hmm. which is amazing, I mean it's amazing, all the technology, all the stuff, and this is the Unpredictable Radio, for the bold listener, with your host Piper Blush. Mm-hmm. I suggest you follow me in the backstage area, why? Because I got some news for you, uh-huh. but it's some backstage stuff, I can't tell you on YouTube, so you need to find me on wtprradio.com. in the Radio Live Cam section. It's on the header menu. All you need to do is go there, click on Radio Live Cam. Once you're there, boom, you're good. You're good to go. You get to see me backstage after every show and I'll see you there right now. All right?
0: It's important to be aware of the rise of fake social media accounts claiming to be Piper Blush. These accounts can lead to serious consequences, including scams and the spread of false information. To ensure you are getting accurate information, only check the official Piper Blush link tree. This is the only authorized source of updates and information from Piper Blush. Help spread the word and protect the integrity of public figures. You are listening to The
1: Unpredictable Radio. For the role of the listener. With your host, Piper Blush. Very interesting, individual, Piper Blush. WTPR.